Hello and greetings from Holland. Welcome to my podcast, which has a focus on parenting children with Down syndrome. I'm so incredibly glad and excited you're here. I'm Shauna Graham, and my daughter Bailey is the inspiration behind this podcast. She's currently 11 years old and in the fifth grade. My hope is to share resources and hope for other parents and caregivers. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Greetings from Holland, Parenting a Child with Down Syndrome podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. I just wanted to take a minute to introduce myself for those of you that don't know me. My name is Shauna Graham, and I live in Nebraska. I married my high school sweetheart, and we have five daughters. So my oldest is Bailey, and she has Down syndrome, um, and she's 11 years old. Then I also have Ellie, who is 10, Skylar, who is 8, and Tatum and Quinn, who are 4. So we are definitely kept busy. And you'll get to know me more over the course of the podcast because I am a habitual oversharer, and so that's kind of what I do. But if you have a child with Down syndrome, you've probably heard of Holland and why the podcast is titled this way. If you have not, I want to read you a little poem. And so the poem is called Welcome to Holland, and it's by Emily Pearl Kingsley. And this was a poem that was given to me just days after Bailey was born. So one of my friends who I used to work with um, back in the day has an adult son with Down syndrome, and she sent it to me. And some parents get offended. I mean, there's some stuff that I don't entirely agree with, um, and you'll hear that in the poem, but it really kind of sets the stage for parents who just find who have just found out that their child has a disability. There are a lot of feelings to process as and my point of the podcast or my hope for the podcast is to let parents know we are all more alike than different. Most of us have those feelings. It's okay to have those feelings. You work through those feelings. And so today I just kind of wanted to give, um, again, the perspective of where I'm coming from and just do a brief intro. And my goal is that our future podcast will be a little bit longer, but I really just kind of, again, wanted to give the basic intro. So Um, I'm going to read the poem, which is called Welcome to Holland by Emily Pearl Kingsley. I'm often asked to describe the experience of raising a child with a disability, to try to help people who have not shared that unique experience to understand it, to imagine how it would feel. And it's like this. When you're going to have a baby, it's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy. You buy a bunch of guidebooks and you make your wonderful plans. The Colosseum, the Michelangelo David, the gondolas in Venice, you may learn some handy phrases in Italian, and it's all very exciting. After months of eager anticipation, the day finally arrives. You pack your bags and off you go. Several hours later, the plane lands. The stewardess comes in and says, welcome to Holland. Holland? You say, what do you mean Holland? I signed up for Italy. I'm supposed to be in Italy. All my life, I've dreamed of going to Italy. But there's been a change in the flight plan. You've landed in Holland and there you must stay. The important thing is they haven't taken you to a horrible, disgusting, filthy place full of pestilence, famine, and disease. It's just a different place. So you must go out and buy new guidebooks. You must learn a whole new language, and you will meet a whole new group of people you never would have met otherwise. It's just a different place. It's slower paced than Italy, less flashy than Italy. But after you've been there for a while and you catch your breath, you look around and you begin to notice that Holland has windmills, and Holland has tulips, and Holland even has Rembrandts but everyone you know is busy coming and going from Italy, and they're all bragging about what a wonderful time they had there. And for the rest of your life, you will say yes. That's where I was supposed to go, and that's what I had planned. And the pain of that will never, ever go away, because the loss of that dream is very significant. But if you spend your life mourning the fact that you didn't get to Italy, you may never be free to enjoy the very special and the very lovely things about Holland. 
ah, I get chills reading that still. And things I would like to clarify, you can never over brag for your kids. And so in the poem, when it says, you know, people are bragging about their kids, that's totally normal. I brag about Bailey. And I brag about my other four. I feel like that's that kind of comes with the territory of parenting. But I just think it gives a really good perspective. You know, it's when your child is born, you have this dream that they're going to be president someday. And, you know, all of these totally irrational thoughts that your kids may or may not be, right? Like we all want to raise our kids so they, they're they the best versions of themselves. And for some reason, with ba- when Bailey was born, I had all sorts of crazy, crazy thoughts. And that is actually a podcast for another day because I feel like that deserves its own time. But I really do feel like this poem really kind of set the stage for me and really kind of let me know that everything's going to be okay. And so this is a great poem. If you have a friend or if you have a family member who's having a child with a disability, I feel like 90% of people appreciate it. <laughs> there are going to be, you know, a few that are offended um, for whatever reason. And I've, I've known some of those people and to each their own. But this poem um, really resonated with me. And that's kind of what why I wanted to share. So and the second reason, um, kind of the, the second inspiration behind this podcast was last summer. So Bailey's birthday is July 24th, and she's she turned 11. But when she started, when she turned 10, I wrote an article. I love to write. And so I wrote a blog post for Her View From Home. And if you haven't heard of Her View From Home, it is an amazing space on the web um, and on Facebook and on social media that they share a whole bunch of motherly topics. There also is a His View. So th- the dads that are out there, the dads that are listening, it's a great um, a great resource as well. But it's all things parenting. It's all the feels. It's the happy times. It's the sad times. It's the stressful times. Um, it's marriage. It's faith. It's um, it's really just a fantastic space. And I, since I've written for them, I'm actually in a writer's group with the writers. And it is just the, the I can't even describe, like people <laughs> that just want you to succeed, and they have no idea who you are. Though, like your tribe, only it's, they're all online. So anyway, um, if this, this is an article that I wrote for them, I've had three articles published. Um, and it really was kind of the inspiration be- behind wanting to start a podcast, just getting it out there more. And so the title of this uh, blog post was 10 years later, what I wish I knew then. And I really, again, feel like, you know, doctors tell you what they're supposed to tell you when your child is born with Down syndrome. They tell you that they have it. They give you some information and off you go. But from a parent perspective, you need more than that. And so um, that was really the inspiration behind this. And I've been part of a lot of great um, advocacy groups. And I would really strongly encourage if you have not reached out to the advocacy group in your area to do that, because there are wonderful people um, that are volunteering their time to run those and are there for you. But um, just know that there's a lot of help out there. So this was a story and I I do sometimes share this with new moms who reach out um, because I just feel like it's really valuable information and I wish I would have known it 10 years ago. So just short of nine months after I married my high school sweetheart, we were welcoming our first child into the world. I had just turned 25. We had been together since my freshman year of high school and we had our whole lives ahead of us. My pregnancy was mostly uneventful. Everything was normal and I had declined all prenatal testing because it honestly wouldn't have changed the outcome anyway. And after all, I was 24 when I got pregnant. Why wouldn't everything be okay? We weren't in recovery any longer than 10 minutes when the doctor came in with a strange look on her face. All I can remember her saying was, we think your child might have Down syndrome. And then everything after that is honestly a a blur. I remember crying. My husband was crying. My sister was crying. My mom, who was trying to be strong for all of us, was also fighting back tears. And being so new to the world of Down syndrome, I immediately imagined an adult who wasn't even remotely able to care for herself. I was so uneducated about the diagnosis that every imaginable worst case scenario was in my head. I'm still embarrassed at myself for the thoughts of those in those first few hours after she was born. 
but as we are about to celebrate her 10th birthday, here's what I wish they would have told me. Number one, congratulations on the birth of your daughter. Regardless of the fact that she has a diagnosis of Down syndrome, she's a beautiful little girl. And while it is understandable that her diagnosis is all you're going to think about for the next three months, that will eventually fade and she will just become your daughter. I can promise that you won't feel this way forever. Number two, you're going to hear everything in the entire universe that could be wrong with your child at birth her heart, her ears, her eyes, her stomach, the whole nine yards. And that is the job of your physician. The American Academy of Pediatrics has separate guidelines for babies with Down syndrome, and they need to they need to use those and follow them. It's so incredibly hard to hear all of that right away, but it is, again, their job to tell you. Medical terminology will become your second language, and you will become an expert in documenting it all while working with a team of people to ensure your child has the best possible outcomes. Number three, you will have the opportunity to educate a lot of people. People will not know what to say when you tell them your child has Down syndrome. Professionals will sometimes use wording that causes you to cringe. Some things may come across as insensitive or rude, but try to remember that most people have a kind heart and they're really just trying in their own way to be supportive and helpful. And if they do say something that offends you, take the opportunity to educate them. If you don't, who will? Number four, you're going to meet a tribe of people you didn't even know existed. An amazing group of parents who have children with Down syndrome are out there waiting for you to reach out. People who have already been through this situation or battle you're currently facing would be more than happy to provide advice and support. Number five, your entire view of the world is about to change. Life with Down syndrome happens at a slower pace, and there's a little more unknown. Unknown how they will react to certain things or situations, and you will also become a master at managing in the moment. You will stop to enjoy things a little more, and all of those incredible milestones you document in a baby book will be much more impactful when you know just how hard they work to get there. Number six, you will learn to live in the moment. Why? Because sometimes it's simply too overwhelming to think about it all at once. I am not suggesting to not have a plan, but no, you don't have to have it all figured out right now. Take some deep breaths, take one day at a time, and trust in God's timing. Number seven, you will become an amazing advocate. An advocate not only for your child, but other people who have a similar diagnosis or challenge. The way you raise your child will inspire hope for other new moms who have littles with Down syndrome. You will play an active role in redefining how the world views children with Down syndrome, and you will begin to naturally find the positive in situations, and no problem will be big to too big to try and solve. And last but not least, your child will accomplish anything he or she sets his or her mind to. You are going to be your child's inner voice, and there may be a time when you're also your child's only voice. Make sure to set the bar high and challenge everyone else to do the same. As the late Robin Williams said, no matter what people tell you, words and ideas can change the world. That was the article that I wrote for Her View from Home right after Bailey turned 10, and it goes back to the motivation behind this podcast. There is so much to be learned, and I feel like I've learned so much in 11 years, not only from reading, but also from other parents and other groups, and my goal is to really bring that to this community. So as we end the first podcast, that was a little bit short because, again, my hope was to introduce you to myself and also share the two um, inspirational pieces behind starting the podcast. But as we move forward, I'm going to try to keep to that 30-minute uh, time frame just because I know your time is valuable. But my goal is to do monologues such as this one, but also to do interviews with various people. So if you have ideas for the podcast, I would always love to hear them. Um, you can learn more about our family on our website, which is grandpartyof7.com. We are also on social media, so Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm also on TikTok, but to be honest, I'm still I'm still learning that, and we're not really using TikTok to. Um, well, I mean, there are some things that we're promoting with advocacy on TikTok, but for the most part, it's just it's just humorous because sometimes the world is a heavy place. 
But again, if you have any ideas for a podcast, um, I would love to hear them. So that is our website. My email is grandpartyof7 at gmail.com. Or again, you can send me a message on, on social media. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I can't wait to share episode number two.